0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Blissfully Aware, brought to you from pretty much freezing South Orange, New Jersey. It's winter. No, seriously, I'm already wearing my puffy jacket and some people are making fun of me and I really don't care because it's really cozy. I'm your host, Iwana Friedman. We're gonna do something a little bit different today. We usually have an awesome guest come on and we talk about creative process and inner strength and vulnerabilities. We look under the hood and see how those feed into the beautiful connections we make in the world and the powerful artwork and creative output Um, we share to change the world around us and We're definitely going to come back to that in the coming weeks. But for today, I wanted to talk with you guys about a topic that's come up through social media this week, which is calm. Somebody through Instagram asked me the question of how do I remain calm in the face of everything that I have to get done this week? And I think that's a great question. It's something that I've certainly not struggled with, but thought about at length in every place that I've worked and every team that I've worked with. So calm. The way I like to approach calm is firstly by acknowledging that we exist and operate right now, in a environment that is so frenzied and frenetic in terms of like all the stuff that we need to get done done, right? My to-do list is a mile long, I'm sure yours is too, and it's freaking exhausting and not doable. yet the demands on our energy and our capacity just seems to get more intense year over year. And I see this everywhere, right? It doesn't have to be in a creative shop, in a design shop. Every team I've worked with has similar experiences. So how do we retain calm within this context? which makes it seemingly impossible. The first thing I like to think about is acknowledging that calm is possible. It is possible to cultivate space for reflection and it is possible to take stock of everything that's being requested of us. Professionally, personally, everywhere, and really like evaluate what it is that's important. Zooming out of that, you know, nitty gritty to do list, which we can become enslaved to, really zooming out and looking at our lives holistically somehow helps crystallize what it is that matters, what's important. So for me, it's family spending time with my family, really being present, mentally, emotionally present with them while I'm physically with them, renews me. It's something that refuels me, makes me feel connected as a human being, and therefore brings me calm. And then, you know, I can take that calm and pour it into the creative work that I do and clients and partners are happy because I'm showing up in a way that feels integral to who I am as a human. So number one is acknowledging that it is possible, that we're not necessarily victims to the environment in which we find ourselves. Number two is I would love to invite you to reclaim that time, right? Say you're already in a place where you're realizing, holy crap, I can change this. I don't have to give in to every ask that's being placed in front of me. Then the next thing would naturally be to reclaim your time. So I invite you to think about all the meetings that you're accepting. Is your calendar a sea of purple or green or however you color code your stuff? Is there a way for you to protect some time every week, every day, whatever it is doable to find time to reconnect with yourself, be it through a walk, around the block, by yourself, with a colleague, whatever it is, so that you feel renewed, And there's so many beautiful ways to reclaim your time in a way that's still respectful and kind to the people who've asked of your energy. So that carving out this special place for you to reflect and renew yourself does not cost you your beautiful relationships that you've built. It just create some really healthy boundaries between what it is that you need to live a life well lived that's like balanced and fruitful and hopefully restful and all the big life-changing things that you want to accomplish as a professional. So the idea being that calm is not a guarantee. Calm is something that we cultivate and protect and cherish. Not because it is given to us, but because it's something that we've generated and built out of our own accord. Now, I wanna share with you guys one thing that I found challenging while cultivating this calm within myself and my family and professionally, um, because it is a journey I'm an empath right which means I feel everybody's feelings around me when I'm in the room with you and you're ecstatic I feel it like tenfold I'm like doing backflips inside for you if you're upset I am really like equally upset and I really take it on I feel your feelings. And that allows me to make such beautiful connections in life and have really close relationships with so many people. And it's awesome. And it's also draining my capacity. So one thing that kicks up for me when I try to look at new ways of carving time for myself to renew is this fear of how it is going to impact the people in my life. And the way that I've learned to work around that, and maybe this is helpful for you if you're struggling with something similar, is realizing that people are actually quite resilient and they will figure themselves out. And also, we're not always responsible for how we're received. And if our goal is to be strong For ourselves and the people in our lives and, you know, make this big work that matters and uplifts our communities, then it only goes that we need to protect our energy and really be decisive of how we share it and with whom. So that was the big lesson for me that's really come out and crystallized in, like, the past year. And I'm 42, by the way, so... I'm no spring chicken and I'm still learning these things, which is awesome. But I wanted to share that with you guys because it's so easy to say, well, just, you know, protect your time, just decline these meetings. But you know, things kick up and resistance kicks up and it's really healthy to face that. And I wanted to offer you guys the solution or like the thinking that helped me get over that bump and one more thing before we wrap this up for today we can absolutely talk about quiet and composure again It's a vast and fascinating subject but for today I just wanted to bring up the point of you know consistency I had a great yoga teacher once and I hadn't seen her in a long time but I ran into her and she asked me about my practice and I was like oh god I've fallen out of my rhythm I haven't shown up in my mat in a couple weeks and I feel really crappy about it and she was like you know you wanna the practice will always be there for you just come back to it when you're ready and that really hit home because it allowed me space to a forgive myself for being such a slacker. (laughs) I thought I was being a slacker. But also, B, it's impossible to do the same thing every day like a machine. So cultivating quiet and tuning in to ourselves is a practice and it ebbs and flows. So give yourself a little break if one week is more hectic than the other just as zooming out of the nitty-gritty checklist is important it's also important to sometimes zoom out of the moments where we lose our cool and instead see the overarching journey that we're on so if overall we're able to cultivate a life that is soothing and calm and loving and full of connection then I think we're on the right track. So baby steps. And sometimes, hey, you know, it's four steps forward and three steps back and zigzag and up and down and all of that. It's all good. So yeah, the calm is in you. It starts with you. And I really believe that it's always been there. There's a seed of calm in you that you're born with. And I invite you to be part of this movement of living mindfully and minimally and really realizing that calm leads to kindness and empathy and really just being an antidote to this frenetic energy that we're all surrounded by right now. Um, And don't even get me started on the political media landscape in the U.S. right now. But what we need is calm and more love and connection in this world. And it starts with you. So really, really great question. Thank you so much for sending it. And um, let's continue this conversation. And thank you so much for listening, you guys, to Blissfully Aware, which is brought to you by The Daring. And I'm so in awe of this community that's budding here and the wisdom that's connecting all the guests who've come on this show and all the creative minds who've contributed their thoughts and their essays to the Daring.co, who've partnered with me in real life to kick things off the ground i'm completely indebted to you and this community so thank you from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for listening to blissfully aware look out for future episodes where we'll continue to share inspiring talks with creative people who are forced for good Subscribe to Blissfully Aware through your favorite podcast app and check out thedaring.co for in-depth articles. You can also find us on Instagram at thedaring.co. I'm your host, Ioana Friedman. Our theme music is by Ben Tyree. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover, we'd love to hear from you. Send us a message at info@thedaring.co. Until next time.